0: Hey, hey, good day. It's 1105. It is time for How's It Growing, your weekly gardening connection right here at KZUM High. I'm Bob H. with the Nebraska Statewide Arboretum, the proverbial nature boy. <laughs> Glad you enjoy the show. Glad you tune into the show week in and week out. Thank you for making gardening a part of your life. It's important, people. Ah, oh, man, this wind, huh? Are we sick of it yet? Yesterday was just stupid. That was like annoying. Uh, driving in it, being in it. Yeah, we kind of dodged some severe stuff, though, kind of the first time we heard sirens in the city uh, for tornado season. That was a little freaky, right? But, uh, you know, must have went up and down because it was quickly canceled. But we did get a little rain out of the deal. I know some parts of Lincoln, they're reporting like they didn't get hardly anything. And I think well, where I'm at in southeast Lincoln, we got kind of, you know, I didn't have the gauge out, but some people were reporting up to an inch. So anyway, we'll take whatever moisture we got out of that deal, and we could use some more. Man, but going from summertime, what was it, a high of 90 to yesterday, we set a record uh, for this uh, mid-April. April 12th has now got a record of 90-some uh, degrees, but it seems like it's been kind of coming par with the course of having a 90-degree day in April, which is annoying to this cat, especially when it comes with a 45-mile-an-hour wind. My, oh, My. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of the state, you know, Lincoln is this so-called abnormally dry is where we're at with the drought, but there's parts of Nebraska that are exceptionally dry with really, uh, unheard of moisture for the last six months. Uh, gosh, kind of in the, mainly in the central part of the state, uh, St. Paul area, north of Grand Island, that area, of course, the whole state's dry, but still that's, that's kind of the worst part of the state right now anyway. But, uh. Yeah, March. We're counting on you to bring us some good, some good moisture. March already came and left. I mean, April. April showers bring May flowers, right? <laughs> well, we we could use some more rain and lots of it. Uh, let's hope we get that. Hey, I have uh, uh, Carrie Fegley's calling me uh, here in about oh a few minutes. And she is from the Sunday Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market season right around the corner. It is coming up. And then I'm going to be speaking with Margaret Milligan. She is with Buy Fresh by Local Nebraska. Our seasonal chat with Margaret. Looking forward to speaking with both of them about the upcoming uh, season. And just wanted to give a big shout out to those uh, listeners that uh, maybe uh, attended the Wild Edible Plant Hike on Saturday. That was fun. We did that at Wilderness Park. It was a crisp morning, but a beautiful, sunshiny day and calm winds. And we met at Wilderness Park and showed them some wild edible plants they could harvest and and not hurt nature. Uh, basically, uh, free plants for our bounty. <laughs> and uh, right now, you could be planning your own foraging feast. Uh, there's lots of different things. It's spring green season, people. And really, what, what the spring green season really kind of officially marks the beginning of spring for this cat, even though on the calendar it was March 21st, right? Uh, here we are a few weeks after that. And you can already go out and forage. Right now, you'll be able to find things like stinging nettles, uh, look up how to harvest. And, you know, we talk about it off on the show here. Uh, Another one you'll find right now, uh, along with stinging nettles, is a plant called cutleaf coneflower or the sochan, S-O-C-H-A-N, also called sochani. And uh, traditional uh, Cherokee uh, green that was harvested for millennia. And then we have cleavers are coming up right now. Ground ivy, yeah, that's right, ground ivy. You should be harvesting to make some drying and making tea out of it. You can use it in uh, culinary dishes as well as a flavoring. And then of course, our friend the dandelion is also up and at them providing spring greens for you and great uh, detoxifying. All of these are great detoxifying herbs. They're all good for you as well. Amazingly good for you. If you don't believe me, look it up. Um, and then finally, sour dock is also coming up right now. Another spring green you can harvest. So that's six of them right there. Shoot, we can even talk about, well, lambs quarters is not quite up, but we could even mention um, a couple of weeds, the spotted de- or the purple dead nettle. And uh, you know, gosh, the other one's escaping my brain right now. Oh, oh, henbit. Believe it or not, henbit is edible and is seen as food stuff for people. This cat, I've never tried henbit or the purple dead nettle. And if you look that up online going, what the heck is purple dead nettle? Just look up at images and you'll go, oh, I've seen that weed before. And that's good food stuff too. But like I say, this cat has not tried either. That's on the bucket list. But anyway, spring, harvest season right now and uh, get out there and plan on a trip to nature it's a good excuse to get you out and about in nature get the family out and about get the kids out and about and uh, harvest free food stuff from nature's bounty all right i have a caller on the line hello is this carrie whoops
1: carrie hi bob how
0: are you doing
1: I am doing great today. How are you? Not
0: too bad. I haven't met you yet, Carrie, but you are with the Sunday Farmers Market in uh, in College View. And gosh, how long have you been with them? Uh,
1: this will be my third year.
0: Oh, man. Well, maybe I've met you down there at the market before. Who knows? You're, you're probably <laughs> I mean, one of those people, right? You're probably one of those people that are sitting in the uh, information booth area, right, where you can get tokens and things. Yes.
1: That would have been
0: me. Well, cool. Well, I'll have to make sure I stop by and say hi and introduce myself. Once the market season opens, which, as I said earlier, is right around the corner. When is the first farmer's market in College View?
1: It is right around the corner, Bob. We are really excited. Opening day is Sunday, April 24th.
0: Wow. 10
1: to 2. There has been a little bit of confusion. I think there might have been some incorrect business hours. Out there on Google or something. So we've had some calls the past couple weekends <laughs> of people wishing, wishing that it was already open. But right. it is Sunday, April twenty fourth, ten to two, rain or shine.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to be ordering great weather for that opening day. Uh, let's let's cross our fingers. It's not a day like yesterday. Please. Don't do that to Please. us. <laughs> right. Please. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking back, you know, there's been some, certainly some inclement days there at the Sunday Farmers Market in College View over the, uh, guess what is this, year four already since it's been there at College View? It's all a blur. Uh, I believe it started there in
1: 2018. Okay. So, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and of course, made it through the trials and tribulations of COVID country. And now, you know, everything's uh, legit. Do you, do you get a lot of vendors that signed up for this season?
1: Uh, we have a lot of vendors. We have many returning vendors. We have some exciting new vendors this year. Mm. Um, you know, we always have our our produce, meat, you know, honey, cheese, the sweet treats. Um, we've got some gluten-free bakers this year. Um And returning gluten-free bakers from last year, we've got some uh, dog treat vendors, and then we have some, a couple new coffee vendors, Mm. we've got a new juice vendor, Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, we've got some, we'll have foraged and dried mushrooms. Oh, Uh, really? We have, yes.
0: Did I just hear you say foraged and dry mushrooms, so this person's collecting them in the wild and then drying them? That's cool.
1: Yes. Yes. Wow, I'm going to have to so stop. That's and that's very exciting. Yeah.
0: What is the name of their business?
1: Uh, it's
0: Jarena Homegrown and Forage. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to stop by and say hi and introduce myself to that foraging nut, uh, my kind of person. And that's that's cool that they are be able to wi- offer wild mushrooms. And, you know, that's kind of a challenge because sometimes the season isn't provide, right? And sometimes it does. So i uh, be curious Perfect. how they how they handle all that. That's kind of neat. Yeah, so that's a first-timer, right?
1: Yeah, it definitely allows them to extend the the season for mushrooms. We did have, a uh, there was a longtime mushroom vendor, yes, that used to be at the market in College View. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, a, um, a new-ish vendor. He was there for a few months of the season last okay. year. Okay. And he'll be returning then again this year with some new
0: products, we hope. Thanks. Yeah, hopefully our friends at Nebraska Mushroom will be back someday. I know COVID threw him for a loop, and uh, yeah, I I'm sure just trying did. to get get back in, his feet back from under him, so we wish you all the best there, Ash. And then I know AB's, AB's produce also um, grows mushrooms, right? And, and man, they, yes. they're, they're just such great growers at the market. That's what's cool about it. And <laughs> one thing, uh, excuse me, Carrie, that I want to mention that, you know, I think people coming on April 24th, you know, you're not going to expect to find tomatoes yet, right? People, you're not going to expect right. to find eggplant yet, you know, and that's the beauty of the, of the farmer's market is specifically the Sunday farmer's market in College View, folks, is you're eating in season. And, uh, you know, I know uh, I'm friends with Picaric's Produce on uh, Facebook, and uh, man, that wind yesterday was like, did anybody have any poly blow off their greenhouse or their shade house or whatever? Ah, and they they had uh, some damage on one of theirs. And, uh, and I don't know. Picarix has kind of been an off-again, on-again vendor there. But uh, hopefully they'll be back oh, no, this they year. They are
1: a seasonal vendor, yep. They are a seasonal vendor with the market. They will be returning. And yes, yesterday I thought about all of my farmer friends. Right. <laughs> and I saw several posts on Facebook about hoop houses and plastic. And yeah, uh, I they're all faring well. And boy, we just, I've been thinking about all of them.
0: Yeah, uh, and I can tell you have somebody that has that big piece of plastic covering something right now. It's like 75 feet by 40 feet. You know, if that thing goes you know, don't hold on, right? You're gonna be you're yeah. gonna be launched into the air like one big hot air balloon. Yeah, so uh gross might be you and know, I know we made it unscathed, uh, thankfully. Um and yeah, so that's just always a concern. So so folks, I we encourage you when you do go to the Sunday Farmers Market in College View on April twenty fourth, man, you know, strike up a conversation with the grower. I mean they they go through a lot of work to bring us this great product, don't take that for granted, you know, thank them for coming, thank them for all their hard work, and if I had my way, Carrie, everybody would be, all the vendors would be leaving uh, College View every Sunday sold out, and, uh, you know, gosh, we got to get there, (laughs) where they're they're sold out every week, right?
1: I agree, yes, we have some amazing producers in this community, and they have such passion for what they're doing, and it's beautiful to see and, yes, let's sell them
0: out every week. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. A, a, a city this size, there should be no excuse, in my opinion. It should be sold out every week. And, you know, I, and I'll see that, you know, the drive-by shooters, I call them, where they're just, you know, they're kind of walking around, taking in the scene, and that's great. But you should be carrying some bags that are overfilled. And, of course, we want you to bring those, you know, those bags that are that are reusable, right? Uh, yes. That way the vendor doesn't have to give you another bag, you know, bring your bring your totes, bring whatever you can with you to, to bring your stuff home. Yeah. And that, like you said, if you can't find it there, man, uh, there'll be more vendors probably. Do you have like off and on vendors come throughout the season or how does that work?
1: We do. We have returning seasonal vendors and then we have some weekly vendors. And uh, so we will put out a list every week of who will be attending the market. So people can see who's going to be there. Uh, I just wanted to touch back really quickly two things that for leftover produce, we do partner with the church and I believe the Everett community for leftover produce. So it does go get distributed that same day. If there is leftover produce, many of our uh, producers do, our vendors do participate in
0: that program. Really? That is really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Please
1: bring your your reusable bags. The market is really striving to be a green market as much as we possibly can, and so that is always something that we want to highlight. Absolutely.
0: No doubt. Um,
1: We'll have lots of plant start. There'll be lots of plant start. Um, You know, and then the the main basic things I think people can expect to see, you know, kind of. And, you know, microgreens, I think spinach, kale, broccoli.
0: Cool. Um, Now, when you when you say microgreens, the first name that comes to my brain is Robinette, and I'm sure there's other producers now doing doing uh, microgreens. But uh, is is Robinette going to be back this year at all? I imagine not.
1: They are so fantastic. They are doing their own. um, They're doing their own. uh, (laughs) My mind just went blank. Uh, They're doing their own boxes on the farm. Okay. So you can you know check out their website but there are other microgreens available at the market from several different vendors
0: cool. You know, it's well, funny yeah. on your website, yeah. uh, season I, I, comes to
1: mind for
0: micro. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And folks, uh, you in the Adding garden
1: vegetable people, he'll have micros too.
0: Really? <laughs> cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, and, uh, people, you can be doing, planting microgreens in your own garden too. There's no reason you can't just remember when you're growing a microgreen that, you know, once you harvest it, that's it. You know, it's not like a, you know, cut and come again. You know, you're, you're basically harvesting it as a young plant, but there's a number of plants that are very prolific seeders that you can do, you know, and, and one thing that the, you know, microgreens uh, carry that I learned about is even sunflower microgreens, right? Little, little sunflower shoots that are really tasty. And, but I'm not willing to pay the price for a bunch of sunflower seed to do the microgreens, right? So I'm curious, man, we have our wild uh, annual sunflower that grows here. Why not that one? So you could harvest the seed in the fall with plan, and plan on sowing it thick in your you know, your prepared area your garden and grow your own microgreens and, and have fun with it, uh, right? It's not just a sprout thing anymore, <laughs> right? It's
1: not, no. And I think sunflower greens are some of the tastiest.
0: Oh, that's pretty amazing. I had no idea, right? And then I was like, Huh. Boy, you can pretty much make a microgreen out of anything. And if you've ever grown amaranth before, folks, uh, that green amaranth, my oh my, well, you have seed. And uh, it makes a great microgreen too and a popular one with great nutrition. And what I like what you did on your website, Kerry, is you have, uh, you know, plan your shopping trip for the week. So you have, you can click on your fresh produce if you're interested in that, any pantry staples, proteins, sweet treats. uh, And of course, You can also drink and dine there with some great vendors uh, cooking up some. You know, I'm thinking of our friends there, uh, Mary Lou, uh, with the 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 delicious egg rolls that they offer. My oh my, great stuff! Yes. And then, Terrell, tell me. Quite
1: a few specialty vendors.
0: Yeah, yeah, quite a few. So, how many vendors total now? Do you would you say you have? I
1: think we have about between the weekly and the seasonal. I think our count is around. 62
0: or 3. Wow. Wow. That's um, awesome.
1: And um, you know, among those, we've got flower vendors. They've got some natural er, sorry, some dyed natural fiber.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Vendors. We've got um, Sleepy Bees Lavender Farm and Arise Botanicals. I don't want to forget anyone, but we have so many amazing vendors. Like I said, new and returning vendors. Um, a lot of the same concessionaires, some new concessionaires. Um, So there is certainly a lot to check out. We've got honey and all the sweet uh, bakers. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Yeah. There's just so much. And uh, like you said, I think one thing uh, for me personally, I appreciate is the opportunity to get the plant starts. And a lot of the vendors do offer plant starts, right? So if I go there I can count on getting some vegetable starts right and herb starts
1: yes green school farms always has lots of plant starts and there will be many other vendors I'm sure Picard, Picard's will have some too they did last year um, I I don't want to leave anyone out <laughs> please just come and see for yourselves right? but yes there will be several vendors that have uh, plant starts available um, yeah. that's definitely proliferated at this point of the season too
0: right a oh, yeah, exactly. There. And a good way to support your local farmer because, again, it's mm-hmm. early in the mm-hmm. season. Not everybody has a high tunnel. Not everybody has a greenhouse to be able to offer you something that, you know, is three weeks ahead of what the garden season would be, right? And and so, again, those people are investing a lot in that uh, in that structure to make those things available for us when we want them, which is now or yesterday. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> and then tell me, do you guys? You know, I know uh, is music planned? Because I know KZUM has been one of the sponsors and over the years, and and kind of teaming up with the Sunday Farmers Market there at College View to provide uh, musical entertainment. Are you going to do that again this year?
1: Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I forgot to mention it when we were talking about opening day. We will be having this year music, yoga, and I hope maybe some other form of maybe a Nia dance. Um, and we're having sound bath and meditation. We've got magic, but specifically on opening day, we are having live music, um, you know, sponsored by KZUM from Orion Walsh
0: He'll nice. be there
1: from 12 to 2. Yes, we're very excited. Uh, we will be having yoga with Maggie Peskacz uh, from Milkweed Yoga. Yeah. And she will be there from 10 to 11. And also extremely excited to have her there. Yeah. Uh, The professor from the L Street Guild will be there from 10 to 11 as well. He's a magician. If you've never experienced him, that's fun. Cool. And then we will also have Cookie Monster will be making an appearance to be handing out cookies from the Open Harvest Bakery.
0: Oh, that's so fun.
1: Delicious Open Harvest Bakery cookies.
0: So it
1: should be a fun opening day. And then we will be doing music and yoga weekly.
0: Weekly, good 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 well thank you for committing to that maggie that's awesome if you're listening out there yeah and uh,
1: i hope you are Maggie. right hi
0: maggie how you doing yeah i used to have her on the program need to get you back maggie because you know we would talk food and uh you know and i need to get her back and 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 do that again i just didn't want to bother her because life is busy well but life's busy for all of us right so i would
1: love to hear maggie on the show yeah (laughs) definitely
0: definitely have gonna have to hit her up but i'm I'm pretty much booked until like late november so we'll We'll see if I have a, can squeeze in an opening there. But anyway, well, I appreciate your time today, Carrie. This is great. Yeah, and uh, and so, Carrie, uh, is there a Facebook page that people should follow for the Sunday Farmers Market and College View?
1: Yes, it is the Sunday Mar- Farmers Market College View Facebook page. Uh, the website also. But the Facebook page is the most up-to-date place to get information as far as hours, who's going to be there, what's going on with the market.
0: And then, if you have any any um, timely posts or anything, you know, any notes that need to get out to people, like you said, if you, if you follow and you like them, then then you're going to get that notification. So, um, versus just guessing. So, yeah, highly encourage you to to follow the Sunday Farmers Market on Facebook. You'll be glad you did. So, April twenty fourth. Gosh, what is that? A week from Sunday. I think.
1: Yes, a week from Sunday, right around the corner. What a
0: trip. Yeah, yeah, well, that's just exciting. And one thing I've liked that moving it to College View, where it used to be down at 56 and Old Cheney there, it just wasn't neighborhood friendly there at 56 and Old Cheney. Great location. It served its purpose for many years. But now being in Union College, you know, you guys have just made it a very neighborhood friendly thing. And, if, and I say that because Pat and I, we can walk, uh, what is it, a block and a half or two blocks <laughs> from our house to the market. Okay. So that's cool. We never have to drive there. The only time I think we've driven is when we, we basically got a big watermelon and we didn't want to carry it home. So the dude just met us, you know, we kind of double parked there and he just met us and brought us our watermelon and we had errands to run after that. So that worked out pretty slick. And and and, and I would encourage people, you know, if you are, you know, cause again, later on in the season, this is obviously with watermelons and, and muskmelons and cantaloupes and things like that, the heavy produce, bring a little wagon with you and, uh, you know, plan on bringing that big boy home <laughs> rather than carrying it home in a bag, right?
1: Indeed.
0: indeed. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, so, so you the got... The market
1: is tucked back there in that little beautiful neighborhood, and we sure enjoy that space
0: a lot. Oh, yeah. It's just great to see people go to the mill, which is nearby, and, you know, you see them walking around with their mill coffee, and then you'll see some people with the... The pink boxes, which is a a great sign of Goldenrod uh, Bakery, right? And uh, so, so it really helps support the local businesses there in the College View as well. So it's a win-win for everybody. And uh, you know, I like what did you use for a wordsmith here? Local vor, I like that. Who came up with that word, Smith? There, <laughs>
1: uh, I believe that that was last year's manager, Lindsay.
0: Ah, Lindsay. Yeah, so Lindsay moved on. You have a new manager. Is that person hired yet? Then
1: we do. Her name is Holly Holadic, and uh, and I'm consulting for the market this year, so you will see me there. Uh, Holly and I are kind of co tag teaming management. Nice. We're um, here in the beginning of the season, and um, we're really excited for the upcoming season and all the new vendors, all the returning vendors. I can't wait to see everyone at market. Please come say hi, Bob. I sure <laughs> will.
0: I sure, will. Like I sure will, yeah. Face-to-face. Definitely, definitely. I, You know, looking ahead, my brain in the calendar going, 24th, 24th, what's going on that day? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Sunday Farmer's Market. That's all that's planned. That's all we should be doing. Yes. Yeah, just a just a great event. and uh, again, people don't take it for granted. Uh, support those local farmers uh, because if you don't support them, they don't come back. you know. So uh, what happened to the farmers' market? Well, it wasn't getting enough support from the people that would attend and they, they weren't buying the produce. Well, man, oh my, I tell you what, it's easy to support the local farmers. and uh, you know if you if you even if you don't get produce, get a few plant starts and and help them out. Well, Indeed. okay, Carrie. I better I better say my goodbyes. I got to take a, uh, uh, a, a commercial break, and then Margaret's going to be calling in here shortly from Buy Fresh by Local Nebraska. We'll we'll uh, continue this green talk right here on How's It Growing. Thank you so much, Carrie, for calling in. I look forward to meeting you.
1: Thanks so much for your time, Bob. I look forward to meeting you
0: too. All right, keep up the great work.
1: Thanks you as well.
0: All right, I sure will. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye, Carrie. All right, that's Carrie Fegley from the Sunday Farmers Market in College View. Thank you so much, Carrie, for your time. All right, folks, I got to take a quick break. I'll be back all right after this. Keep it right there. You're listening to How's It Growing, and this is KZUM. Me, Did I just catch you dancing in the aisles? Well, I thought that was you. All right, welcome back to How's It Growing, your weekly garden connection, the fastest hour in radio right here. I'm your host, Bob H. with the Nebraska Statewide Arboretum. Thank you for tuning in today. And again, I want to give a shout out to Carrie Fegley for calling me, market consultant with the Sunday Farmers Market in College View. Good stuff. And if in case you missed it, The first Sunday Farmer's Market is a week from Sunday, April 24th from 10 till 2, rain or shine or wind. You sick of the wind yet? Yeah, I hear you. Me too. All right. Margaret Milligan's uh, going to be calling in here. In fact, uh, this, this might be her right here right now. Let's just find out. Hello, this is How's It Growing. Who am I speaking with?
2: Hi, this is Margaret.
0: Margaret. From local. Hi. Hey, perfect timing. I just mentioned you and poof, there goes the phone. It's just like my my ears were ringing. <laughs> How are you doing?
2: <laughs> I am doing really well. I, I hope we all made it through yesterday's wildness.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was... I did. i
2: was glad for the rain, but... Uh,
0: it's just a trip. was... Crazy. And it's wild when you wake up a day later and you're looking outside and he's going, huh, it's all calm. Isn't that uh-huh. weird? Yeah. Where did, where did that wind go? Yeah. I, I took a meteorology class in college, which I'm glad I did. And Ken Shimmick, uh, 10, 11's old Ken Shimmick who's been on the air for like ever, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, – I think he was the, mostly the guest lecturer most of the time. I think a professor was on a hiatus or whatever so got to do a meteorology class and that was kind of fun. So so know this people, when it's windy out wind follows pressure gradients. So here's your little weather 101. So it, they tend to move from areas of high pressure to low pressure, right? And So, so we had a big low pressure system coming through, right? Uh, that's why that wind was so intense and of course it was out of the south and that usually that southerly wind that brings in a front, that's when we usually have, like get a little scary weather because you know it's sucking up that moisture from the Gulf of Mexico, and we kind of lucked out, we kind of dodged a bullet there, I think, a little bit, Margaret. With uh, you know the sirens rang for a while, and then it's like, uh, how bad is this going to be? And uh, did you get good rain where you're at?
2: Yeah, we well, actually to be honest with you, I was in a movie theater when Seriously? The off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a little bit that's a little bit like, uh, now what do we do? Did you guys take shelter or what?
2: You no, know, the, the, the manager of the theater came in and made an annou- announcement that the sirens were going off. He said the safest place to be was in the auditorium where the movie was running. No kidding. He said, Enjoy the show. That's so I funny. missed the rainstorm. I heard some thunder. And yeah, thank you for that little mini
0: uh, weather. <laughs> well, I had to throw that in because it's just, yeah, I'm a weather yeah. nerd. What can I say? Well, Margaret, uh, thank you for calling in and taking the time to chat with us today. Um, so tell us what is new with Buy Fresh, by Local Nebraska.
2: Well, thanks for asking, Bob. Um, so yes, Buy Fresh, by Local Nebraska, we're a local food promotion and education program. Um, we're actually within the... the Agricultural Economics Department of UNL, and our whole mission is to you know connect consumers with local food. So we're doing that several different ways this this season. We're we're um, wrapping up production on our annual food guide, which is you kind know, of this beautiful magazine that's free um, that lists local farms across the state. So we list local farms, farmers markets and then those um those businesses that use local products so you know restaurants who are buying from farmers and ranchers and uh, grocery stores who are sourcing locally um, produced products so we got our food guide going that should be printed by early May okay and it'll be distributed across the state at rest stations or rest stops and farmers markets and businesses and then people can also go to our website which is by local and you can request um one of those printed food guides and we'll send it to you we also have an online food guide that you can kind of do the same product searching or search for farms or businesses within your region that's on our website as well um and then we're we're uh helping with some farmers market promotion um across the state so i love i love talking i love talking about farmers markets love going to um it was it was good to hear from carrie earlier on and, and uh there's so many markets in the lincoln area you know you can you can find a market in our area you know four four days out of the week really
0: and that's yeah, amazing. It is. It is amazing. You know, and, and you're, we're talking about just the markets, you know, and I also have to give a shout out to just the the produce stands that set up. Um, I'm thinking of Deb's Produce at uh, 48th and Highway 2. I'm thinking of other, you know, the, the 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 typical farm stand produce place that I never thought Lincoln would have. You know, I think of small towns having that, right, or on the edge of small town. But that's pretty cool to even have that. And I'm on your website right now. um Margaret, and uh, and I opened up the online food guide, and it's really extensive. You've got, you know, different drop-downs you can click on, like, okay, where are the farmers' markets in Nebraska, who are the farmers, and then the grocers and retailers. I'm assuming, let's see, if I click on that, what would I see with the grocers and retailers part of that? Yeah.
2: Um, well, you'll find, Let well, me get there as well, you'll find... So buy fresh by local is a membership based organization so uh-huh. we um are a network of farmers and ranchers and local food businesses who who kind of pool our resources together to then you know fund the printing and of the food guides and these resources so you'll find um our our members of this network listed gotcha. under those grocers and retailers so gotcha, gotcha. in lincoln at it's places like the Hub Cafe and Open Harvest Grocery Store. Lincoln Mediterranean Market is a new member, yeah. um, and they they source local produce during the season. And our SNAP um, SNAP EBT Double Up Food Bucks uh, certified as well. And that is one thing I wanted to mention on our call today. Is it's really exciting? I was I was talking about there's. There's a few different farmers markets during the week in the Lincoln area, and so, you know a few of them accept SNAP EBT um, cards at the market. So if you are on the SNAP, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, you can go to the market and 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 use your your funds from that account to purchase food, to purchase local food. So. That's
0: really exciting to me, no doubt that is really exciting, and you know, uh yeah, you just got l- lots of great resources on here, and shoot, you know, uh, obviously we're talking in Lincoln, and a a lot of listeners are listening in Lincoln, but there's there could be some listeners listening online too folks, so so wherever you're at in Nebraska, um uh, there's a market near you um you yeah. know, and if it's not just miles away, it's you know less than an hour's drive away. And uh, again, you're supporting local growers. We need, you know, in a perfect world, we'd, we would triple this number. But uh, so that's why the farmers that are out there actually growing food rather than growing fuel. Uh, we have to support these people because they're, they're our future. Um, you know, I don't want to say going back to move forward, but that's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, people may need to get back to eating in season more, right? And we need to get back to, Um, you know, our farms actually growing food and uh, rather than just corn and soybeans, you know, because I know that like the soy, the corn board might tout, well, corn is in uh, however many percent of products. Well, that's corn syrup. And, uh, you know, it's just not the same people. And so, you know, somebody growing a variety of produce, that's a really real challenge. And gosh, you've got markets from Beatrice to Bennett to Columbus and Ponca yeah. and, and Grand Island and Hastings and Imperial. And I even saw one out in Gehring. I know they have a, a weekly farmer's market out in Gehring, um, which I've been to before, cause we were out there doing something else. And it's just cool to see that the state kind of has stepped up and, uh, you know, there's markets all over the place.
2: Yeah, Bob, there's like over 90 farmers markets Dang. in the state of Nebraska, and, and not all of them are members of Buy Fresh by Local Nebraska, but they're out there, and at every single market, you'll find something totally unique. You know, that's what I really love about the farmers market. It's 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 so unique to that very specific geographic location, so you'll find treasures out there for sure.
0: No doubt. Like, you know, like you say on your website, you know, keep the food chain shorter, transparent and sustainable. Perfect. Nice word. Nice words there. And I also like the improving wellness and quality of life by promoting healthy in season eating and in season eating, I think is important for all of us in our health to maintain your health, maintain a good, strong immune system by eating in season You'll be glad you did. And uh, tired of getting sick? Well, if you eat in season and eat healthy, you're going to minimize that stuff. And it's you yeah, know, yeah. And
2: the, and the other thing that I like to think about is um, kind of you know mental health, social health, emotional health. Um, when you go to a farmer's market, you're you're getting out there, you're interacting with people, you're having social interactions, you're forming relationships with people, and that's really important. For our, you know, collective health as well, and and farmers markets are a, a way to to do that. I think that's pretty
0: cool too. Oh yeah, exactly. Like you said, get to know your farmer, get to know, you know, and, and we always bump into friends, you know, and and if you're a weekly market attendee, you're going to tend to see, well, those friendly faces. Uh, I call them plant people and, uh, or people just like to eat well. And like, yeah. what we always like to say, eating local like that is I wonder what the rich people are eating tonight. Cause they're not eating as well as me. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so that's good stuff. All right, Margaret. So, um, so the, 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 the food guide is not available yet, but if folks click on the online food guide, that's basically the online version of that. Or will the will the printed version yeah. be different?
2: No, the 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 online food is updated with twenty twenty. Oh yeah, we are in twenty twenty two. Right, <laughs> sorry, with twenty twenty two how how'd that happen well COVID.
0: Um, we'll blame covid country you see 2020 is the lost year and well wait let's say 2021 was the lost year too where did it go and it it never got here and it would never end all at the same time so there you go yeah oh
2: that's true yeah um so the online food guide is updated and and the printed guide will be available pretty soon here you know i think Early May is our date to get get our hands on that, and sure. if I could, Bob, could I just shout out some other farmers markets in the Lincoln area? Because I'm not yeah. sure you know how many people know about them.
0: So I'm glad them you said 22. that. Yeah, I'm very glad you said that because okay. I don't don't want to leave that out. That's for sure.
2: Okay, I'm just gonna just shout them out a little bit. Um, so they all kind of you know the the farmers market week seems to start on Wednesdays. So the hub cafe in Lincoln has a farmer's market that I think, I believe this is their second year doing it. So it's quite new. So that's on Wednesdays, five to 7 PM. They start May 25th. So there's one option. Then also on Wednesdays, there's a, there's a really lovely farmer's market in Bennett, Nebraska, which is just, you know, it's a 15 minute drive outside of, uh, Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Um, It starts on May 4th, so that's another early market, Um, and it's Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m., so if you want to take a little trip to a really nice small town, um, really kind of relaxed, beautiful farmer's market, check them out. Then on Thursday, there's the Thursday farmer's market in Fallbrook, um, and that's another evening market from 4 to 7, and they start in June. June 9th is their first day. And then on Saturday, there's the Haymarket Farmer's Market, the big, you know, the big one, um, and they're running from 8 to noon, and they start on May 7th. And then on Saturdays, there's also a new market. This is also their second season. It's called the Discovery East Campus Discovery Days mm. and Farmer's Market, and that's held on East Campus, and they do um, one market in June. One market in July and one in August and oh. that's uh, Saturdays ten to two. And then of course there's a Sunday farmers market. So you could get you could get a lot of farmers markets in. And um, the Sunday farmers market and the Thursday farmers market, they accept SNAP EBT benefits and double up food bucks. So I just there, there you have it. There's
0: the calendar. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, it'd be it'd be wild to think, you know, in a perfect world, I'm sure by Fresh by Local Nebraska say, gosh, wouldn't it be great if we had one every day? Well, that's easier said than done, people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and again... Oh, and, I, and, and having these, wouldn't it also be cool to have these satellite distribution sites throughout the city? So you're literally walking from your house to pick up that night's meal. Oh, wouldn't that be a perfect world? Well, that cool. You know? <laughs> like going, oh, well, we sell at the Sunday Farmer's Market, but we, all, we also have this little side stand where, you know, they have these little buildings where these producers come and drop off their produce. And then it's, you know, sold out of that little satellite site and they're dotted all over the city. And, you know, again, walking distance from your house. So we have less, you know, $3.89 gas to go there and get it right. You're walking like, like those countries that we all envy and say, why don't we have something like that? Right. Where people go down to the market daily. Well, first of all, people, we live in a temperate climate. And, uh, you know, those places you see pictures of that have those constant markets, well, they don't have the Nebraska weather that we have. So <laughs> it's a little easier said than done when you live in places like India or Mexico or whatever. They have daily markets, you know, um, all the time and throughout the city, just walking distance. But but anyway, that would be fun if it, if we ever get there. So we can always dream, right? I'm, I'm I know I'm just dreaming, Margaret, but... <laughs> But still, I like it. I like
2: it, that vision. For it, would, sure.
0: it, it would be cool. But again, yeah. with the CSA programs, you can sign up yeah. with farmers. Uh it's basically the same type of thing. You just meet them. Yeah, was, uh,
2: yeah. Right? Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing when we were talking about that. I was like, Well, we, maybe the closest thing is the CSA, the community supported agriculture programs, which are like the the basically a subscription box from a from uh, a local farm, and I you know people can still sign up for those. Uh, it's a really nice way to to get um, to get that seasonal produce and other items. like I know some um, some CSAs are offering meat and cheese and bread and coffee, so you can all get it all in, in one one fell swoop. So Robinette Farms and Common Good Farm, Shadowbrook, Community Crops, and Picarks Produce all have pickup locations in um, in town or or on their farms. So yeah. that's cool. Have I, you ever gotten a box?
0: You what? know, I haven't, and but you know, I I have heard from people that say, "Well, gosh, you get so much produce that." you better learn how to cook and it's like, well, yeah, you know, and, and that's why, you know, you guys do a great job with your recipe box online, you know, giving people ideas to use it. But I would challenge you folks that if you if signed up for a CSA, you know, share with a friend if you don't see yourself using all that produce, because yeah, it can become, man, I didn't get rid of last week's and now I got another whole week's supply. I better eat well. Well, that's right. And you can also think about preserving that harvest, right, and make plans to say, okay, this year when we get beets weekly, we're going to can those beets, right? And that way, uh, you know, I'm not just thinking I have to eat them weekly, but I can also process them and dry that or can that or whatever, right?
2: The hummus, I have a problem with using beets. You've really <laughs> spoken to me on that. Um, I I've been adding them to hummus. Really, to beets, and it it uh it makes the hummus like bright right? pink purple that's cool
0: that's pretty cool yeah in other words you know you bring it to a potluck and people are like what the heck is that right well that's my that's my pretty purple hummus you're gonna have to come up with a a a fun a fun name for that uh as as you bring that around to friends and, and 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 share sure yeah and pickled beets i mean i'm a big fan of pickled beets so there's uh that's a great way to preserve them as well and in my mind, probably about one of the easiest ways to preserve them, that's for sure. And of course, they have a really long shelf life too. And, you know, and and we've been talking about this off and on, um, my fiance and I, about why don't we have uh you know you know like a root cellar type situation where people you know we can't necessarily dig a root cellar out in our yard and go 30 feet deep like they used to be out at old farmsteads but wouldn't it be great as new homes are built that they have the uh, the option of 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 building in a, a a root crop storage unit that's kind of uh you know into the foundation of your house where you just kind of open this insulated doors and it's a constant fifty some degrees, the soil temp down below where you're able to keep your potatoes, your apples, your carrots, your squash, your all that produce that that, you know, where am I gonna put all this stuff, right? And then the shelf life would just be through the roof, uh, if we all had these little storage units in our house and And again I'm dreaming again, I realize Margaret God hey, I like you know, these are
2: great ideas, Bob <laughs> I, I, I would I would totally be into kind of a modern modern day root cellar.
0: Right. Um so mm-hmm. any construction people out there, put it on your list of uh Services you provide and because uh, I think there are informations out there we um, I mean, they are doing a little digging it, would it be attached to your house or would it be a little separate unit that that one day might serve as a tornado shelter and the other day mm-hmm. serve as a you know a place in other words if you're going there to shelter for a tornado you're going to have to find room amongst the apples and the pears and the other produce that's in and that you've got food right right there. in that bunker so hey Everything you you open the door and everything's gone. All right, honey. I think we're going to turn around and just stay in here till spring, or summer, or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Margaret, uh, I, I, I'm pretty much out of time here. I appreciate your time today to come on and talk about Buy Fresh by Local Nebraska. And Buy Fresh by Local Nebraska has a Facebook page as well. People can follow. Correct. Yep. Yep.
2: You can just search for Buy Fresh by Local Nebraska on Facebook or. By Local Nebraska, and our website is org. So, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing y'all at the farmers markets.
0: Awesome. Awesome, season. Margaret. Well, you guys keep yeah. up the great work. Tell Skylar hi for me, unless she's listening. And uh, you guys keep hey, up the great she's work.
1: Listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob.
0: Yeah, you Thanks. betcha. We'll, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, that's Margaret Milligan from Buy Fresh, Buy Local Nebraska. Thank you so much, Margaret. I'm out of here, folks. I'm out of time. I'll see you here, back here next week. Darn, I didn't look to see ahead who was on next week. But, uh, well, I just hope you join us and you'll find out. Have a great week and uh, pray for some rain. Do a little rain dance for us, right? We need more. And then uh, do the second rain dance to say, okay, no wind with that rain, please. Thank you very much. All right, have a great week. I'll see you next week. Take care.
1: You're listening.